sweatpants. It's kind of true. It's kind of true. Usually I'm at least wearing, like, I'm at least trying to wear pants. Today I was like, I keep losing a little bit of weight, which, I mean, that sounds like a fucking humble brag problem, but, like, my pants were legit fucking falling off of me while I was, like, running around trying to set up, and I was like, fuck it, I'm just gonna... Like, I just walked and my pants fell off. And I'm like, <laughs> there you go. That's done. It's, is it at the... I'm leaving it. Is it at that weird in-between stage, though, where, like, when you wash them, they're still a little tight? Yes. Yeah, that's, that's exactly fucking, what they I fucking hate like. that. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, like, with jeans, I'm not going to wash them, like, every day. Right. Like, or every time I wear them. Or I'm even just, every month. <laughs> I'm so lazy about clothes shopping that I actually had to have an intervention when I lost weight, because people were like, okay, dude, we're tired of seeing your butt crack. Like, you need some tighter pants. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I was like, oh, fine. Let's go to Target. We'll buy pants. I hate clothes It's a shopping. terrible problem to have. <laughs> God damn but it. But I hate clothes shopping. I would rather, like, buy a belt. <laughs> and, like, wear it's clothes fair. that are too tight for me, but at least I know I look bad in them. And go spend money on clothes that I'm gonna look bad in anyway. Shut up! You're not gonna look bad. But that's shut up. You look great. chair is so noisy jenny <laughs> welcome back to mouthy broadcast everyone yay oh, we made fart noises the fans should be happy <laughs> they tend to like when we do that did you miss us <laughs> starting right off the bat with fart noises. hey yes. baby did you miss this <laughs> was that a fart or a queef both i think that was a queef it was both is that like when when you fart and it like goes kind of forward and it and like it bubbles like, up and then it yeah like, and it like <laughs> ripples through your cunt flaps right, and yeah. like <laughs> speaking from experience here <laughs> you're not gonna hear this stuff on the NPR podcast no you need the broads out here telling you about uh, what would that be called we need an urban dictionary definition for this when it when it bubbles oh. up into the cunt flaps. <laughs> and diffuses it's not it's not exactly a queef it's just like no. it's diffused it's like a hybrid fart queef it's like it gets caught men will never know that feeling quart <laughs> peter is there like does a fart ever get stuck under your balls or like up in the taint or something no it never it, 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 it doesn't happen it, it only happens to women it's full backward <laughs> propulsion yeah it, it sometimes it bubbles up Mm-hmm. It usually happens to me when I'm being really lazy and I'm like lean back in my chair. Yep. Which now nobody can hear me because <laughs> I leaned away from the mic. It's like, yeah, yeah. I did the same thing and was still talking about the experience. <laughs> oh man, it's good to be back, you guys. <laughs> Just immediately start talking about <laughs> vagina farts. <laughs> Hey, hey, well, speaking of Gary, maybe Gary can give us, like, the medical definition of this. I like how he said vagina farts. And speaking of Gary. 
said hi to him before. Oh, we probably didn't say hi to him in the intro yet. We only said exactly. hi to him in the Patreon video. It's behind the wall. But yeah, welcome to Mouthy Broadcast, folks. <laughs> I guess we should do a proper intro. Yeah. It's been a in while. In case you're new here. <laughs> they might all hi, be new. I'm Jenny. I know. They like, it could be, be new, new for yeah. anybody. Oh, by the way, hi, Jenny. I'm Lauren. Hi, Lauren. <laughs> hi, I'm Peter. <laughs> I wasn't and we're mouthy you... broadcast <laughs> I think I thought I was going to get a prompt but I didn't so <laughs> should I appointed <laughs> next time I'll point in winky face finger guns winky face <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so I think first thing we need to do is we all need to tell our friends, listeners, fans what we've been up to for the past two months. <laughs> two months? <laughs> Jesus. It has been like two months. So, uh, Lauren, you start. Okay, so uh, our last episode, I believe I talked about uh, being in a play. Um, mm -hmm. The play went well. Um it's been over for a while, and I still feel like I haven't stopped being busy since then. So maybe it's a good thing we've had a break. Yeah. Uh, but something that I actually have to promote, not just for me, but for a friend of mine, um, I guested on two podcasts. Well, two episodes of the Ooh. same podcast while we were on break. Uh, Comic Cons podcast by my friend Nick Stevens. It is a mm -hmm. geek podcast for the rest of us as he describes it, meaning, uh, so the con part of comic cons is that he's kind of a comic book fan, but not an expert and doesn't claim to be an expert and okay. is just into geek okay. culture as is like, Hey, I enjoyed I this it... thing. Hey, this is what I liked about it. Kind of a show. It's a very positive, very upbeat. Um, that sounds exactly like right up my alley because yeah. I'm kind of like that. There's a there's a few things that I geek out about, but like with Marvel movies, with a lot a lot of the stuff, like I just I like to know a little bit more than the average person. But for the most part, I'm just like cool. I like the movies. Yeah. Well, and with <laughs> with geek culture, there's so much that could be based on like backstory you know whether expanded universe novels or comic books or whatever it is it's how can you know all of it it's right. you know i mean i know there are some people who know all of a lot of it but you can't know all of everything and it's like no sure peter sure <laughs> um but the first episode i did with him um actually came out midway through our break uh and it was on the movie tank girl and oh i love that movie <laughs> i did not um you didn't no, oh. no. what the fuck <laughs> well i didn't see it until the uh, two months ago so so it, maybe it just didn't age well i think that's what it is and i probably would have liked it as a 13 year old girl mm -hmm. not now no um and the second movie that we did uh which was just released on monday the 27th is Big Trouble in Little China. Oh, shit. You know, I don't think I've actually seen That's that movie. so good. And it held up. It rules. It's... It held up because it was one of my favorite movies as a, as a kid. So I was really actually, excited to do it. And I was afraid. I was afraid, though, because I was like, oh, maybe it didn't hold up. But it did. It right. really did. 
So I'm always afraid of that, especially when you're like trying to get convince somebody to watch something that you liked when you were younger or something, you know, and, like if you're trying to get Chris to watch. That's exactly what happened because I had to watch it for my homework to do the episode and he was with me like, oh, yeah, this seems like a great movie. Sure. And then he loved it. And did he love yeah, it? He okay, that's He really great. did. And his favorite thing, though, was Kurt Russell. Um, he's a Chris is a fan of Duke Nukem. Um, oh, okay. And Duke Nukem is based on that kind of 80s action hero mm-hmm. like Kurt Russell. Right. So he was he was really into it. And he was like, yeah, this is actually a good movie. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to check it out. Because the funny thing is I think I have it on DVD. It's one of those that, like, I would, I think I saw it, like, used at a store or something for, like, a dollar ninety nine or some oh, shit like yeah. that. And so, like, I would sometimes buy movies just because, like, okay, I'll watch it whenever. Mm-hmm. And then I'll, you know, either sell it to somebody else or just give it to a thrift store or whatever. It's like an extended rental, you know? <laughs> <laughs> um, so I did that. And then, like, I don't think I ever watched it. I think it's just sitting there on my shelf. So I'll, I'll watch that and then check out the episode one of the awesome things about nick's um rating system on the comic cons podcast is nothing is negative it's all good ranging from call out of work good to see it in the theater down to solitary confinement good for (laughs) guilty pleasure type of thing yeah but uh i i actually put big trouble little china on call out of work good if there's some kind of special screening of it somewhere i will call out of work to see this movie in the theater nice absolutely nice yeah. So, I don't know, if, Peter. What have you been up to? I did a thing. You, you <laughs> did a thing. Um, I spoke at Nerd Night. Um, we've uh, we've talked about it before when Lauren did her presentation on Nerd Night. But in case anybody doesn't remember, Nerd Night is basically like TED Talks, but for like more. I don't know. The Everyman TED yeah. Talks. The, the way they describe it up here is the Discovery Channel with beer. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so that at a local bar, you get to nerd out on a subject of your choosing, and yeah, it's free. You go, yeah. you go there, and you and you learn something, and you know, it's a good time. So I, I hate to interrupt your telling of your thing that you did, but so now I'm kind okay, of like Amanda speaking, Jenny. Uh, <laughs> I'm fascinated by this whole like nerd night thing. Is it like a franchise type of thing? Is it like a you don't uh, need to pay for the rights to it because it's a like a community homegrown type thing, yeah. but it's worldwide. It actually started okay. in Germany. Um, okay. And now like if you look at um I can put some information. I don't know if Nerd Night Orlando does this, but Nerd Night Fredericksburg has a list of like all the like they just released this map of like all the places around the world oh, they do, they, that host a Nerd Night. They, they do that yeah. at every presentation at ours. It's mm-hmm. like guys, it's not just us. Like look all over yeah, but the world. They, but they just posted the map of it in in the fa- Facebook group. I can share it in the show notes. So, like, there's got to be a Nerd Night, Virginia Beach, Norfolk, something like that. Absolutely. That I could go to. There has to be. I've never even, like, looked into it or anything. Because I guess I just assumed that it was, like, something that was local to you. And then Peter does it. And I'm like, wait a minute. Is everybody just copying off each other? What the fuck is going on here? This is kind of no, cool. It's a community thing. And, I mean, if there, if there isn't one in, in Virginia Beach, you could start one and then just hand it off to somebody who wants to do all the work. Mm-hmm. I'll get somebody else to do it. <laughs> I, I ain't about that life. 
so Tyree and I have been going to these for like the past couple of years and we're always like, yeah, we should do a presentation together, but we never really landed on a topic that we could talk about. So then uh, a few months ago we were like, well, maybe we should do something about LGBT representation in, you know, comic books and nerd culture. We were like, yeah, that, that could be something. But the more we talked about it, the more we started talking about like the people who are against uh, representation in these things and that we're all, we would just mm -hmm. get sidetracked and all these like oh, fuck these fucking assholes like things and we were just like hey let's make our presentation about that about toxic masculinity in nerd and pop culture and what and what mm -hmm. you can do about it and we spent a month working on this like researching trying to put the structure together to make it seem <laughs> interesting for somebody to watch and also trying to make it seem like we're not pointing fingers at people in the room like mm. and also to make it since it's since it's a it's a women's issue i tried to on one hand use my privilege to give room for women to speak but also at the same time take a step back and not mansplain a, a woman's issue to women <laughs> <laughs> but i don't you know i gotta say i don't think it's like exclusively a woman's issue it, that toxic it's like you specifically mentioned right? at the beginning of your presentation yeah, that toxic masculinity affects everybody yeah that's a, when we were researching this that was something that i learned was that uh for guys like me like little boys like me when i when i was a kid i didn't like sports i didn't like you know camping and you know all the stuff that like people people expect boys to be into like i didn't give a shit about that like i was into like draw cars and sports yeah, <laughs> I, I, I was i was into books and movies and drawing and stuff but like i would get picked on at school because i wasn't into those kind of things so therefore i wasn't normal and therefore i was less than you know other mm -hmm. people and then I, like and Tyree was like that toxic masculinity. I was like, holy shit, there's a word for it. Like, <laughs> I was like, I thought people were just being dicks to me. <laughs> it's always funny to me when like you have that kind of experience, and then later on you find out that like you're not the only one that that's happened to, and it's like it's such a common thing, and it's usually comes back to toxic masculinity. Um, it's kind of like like a weight off your shoulders, like oh. Oh, cool. I'm not the only one that had to put up with this shit. Like, I'm not alone. That's well, and good, good in a weird way. <laughs> all the stuff that I like, and we've talked about this on the show, like the stuff that I've been seeing in the media, like, you know, people reactions to the doctor becoming a woman or people's reactions to Ray and Star Wars, just being like total pieces of shit about women. God, for, God help them having a fucking role in their fucking movie. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, like, I want to, like, I want to help fight this problem. This is a problem, and I'm tired of these assholes having the louder voice here. Like, I'm tired of seeing mm -hmm. actresses shutting down their Instagram and social media because people won't stop being dicks to them. Be right. Because they can't handle a woman in their movie. Yeah. So, yeah, that's it's gotten to a point of just being absolutely fucking ridiculous and... You know, a lot of what I've seen has been, like, Star Wars fans lately. Star Wars fans 
in the past year or so, and I'm, you know, hashtag not all Star Wars fans. Right. <laughs> uh, but uh, it seems like there, a lot of the most vocal um, are just so, um, oh, I don't know what the word is. Like, they're kind of gatekeeping. They're just very, like, just being shitty about the, the franchise that they supposedly love. I mean, just... No, the last Jedi wasn't good enough for me. I'm gonna rewrite it. No, this this character didn't make sense and blah blah. And you know, just acting like they fucking own there's, this that, franchise. There's a lot of bullying that happens because people feel like they were marginalized for their love of something, and they feel like mm -hmm. they've earned that. That's a setup for what we oh. ended up titling our presentation. The presentation mm -hmm. is titled "The Force Belongs to All of Us." Mm -hmm. Colon not just you assholes <laughs> and it's like okay you have you have your movies with your male leads those aren't going away like but mm -hmm. so ray is the new badass jedi when i saw the lightsaber go to her in the force awakens i was like fuck yeah i, I wasn't just like oh my god women in my star wars like right yeah, a lot of people seem to like want to call Ray a Mary Sue, and it's gotten to where it's just like, I feel like they're just calling somebody a Mary Sue just because they're mad that it's not a male character. You know, they right. just oh, it's a Mary Sue because she's overpowered. That's, like, that's not even that's everybody not... in the Star Wars universe is overpowered. Yeah, they're like, oh, she becomes so powerful so quickly. It, like, look at Luke, look at Anakin, like, look at every other right. fucking character. <laughs> like, right. That's just how that that universe is, and it's just like oh, how God, did she learn to you know do so that with shitty. the force? I'm like, well, how did Luke learn to pull his lightsaber out of the snow in The Empire Strikes Back? Obi Wan never taught him that. Like, yeah, that's just they're just naturally good at the force magics or whatever. So, so we did this at Nerd Night, and we were only supposed to go for 15 minutes, but we ended up going for 30 because title of your yeah. sex tape. <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> because there was like a lot we wanted to cover and we also had some jokes that we really wanted to just throw out there and then there was like a bunch of just kind of rants that we did. But it we put mm -hmm. it up on YouTube and I encourage all of our listeners if you even have a passing interest in anything comic book related or nerd related or if you just want to support me and the fact that like I did something in front of people, please and you should please do this. please watch yes. it and let me know what you think. Absolutely, mm -hmm. it was it was fantastic. We, were, we yes. worked really hard on it, and like I don't know, like we walked away feeling proud, but at the same time, I was like, is anybody gonna even care about this? Like, I think everybody should care about it uh, because it was a really interesting and well done and entertaining presentation. I mean, absolutely. Some of the feedback we got was like, "Wow, like I didn't even know what incels were." We were like, I, 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 "We were like, we hate to be the one to teach you that, but like, I'm glad you know about it now." <laughs> like, I hate to even like mention that word because I feel like it, it's giving it's giving them like a cutesy little nickname. Like they're just assholes. They're piece of shit, fucking garbage assholes, and they don't deserve well, we a, we a title. We, it's not a nice title. <laughs> we talk about that. It's like there's always Still, been those guys. It's just now they've branded themselves. Like, I don't think they deserve any kind of name. They don't deserve anything, and they that's 
that's the problem. They think that they deserve sex just because they're nice but or something. It's like, no, it doesn't. Does, I don't think. Wait, do do incels use that term to describe themselves proudly? Yes. Involuntary yes. celibate. I know what it means, but I thought it was a label pointed at somebody no, that's because, how... hey, you can't get laid. That's why you're involuntarily celibate. No, they, they gave themselves that label. Oh. Why? They're proud because that they're, they're so ugly they can't get laid? Because they're mad at women for not for not <laughs> sleeping with them because they were nice to them or something. Yeah, basically. <clears throat> so, fuck them. They don't deserve... Just... Oh, God. There's a, there's Anyways. A, there's also uh, <laughs> Vosels, which is like a pushback on it, which is voluntary. Voluntary celibate. Those are the guys that are like, oh, I'm doing this so no fat month challenge. Not good for well, you. I saw somebody joke about it on Instagram. It was like, you know who's a vote? Uh, a Vosel? Luke Skywalker. Yeah. Captain America. He is. Well, yeah. They don't go around <laughs> fucking people. They're just, yeah. You know, they just help out. <laughs> But they also don't give themselves that name just to be like to martyr themselves like yeah I don't I don't have sex that makes me more awesome than you because I'm I can hold out. Well, speaking of Captain America, like when we were doing our when we were making up our slides for you know about us, so Tyree is obviously the Leslie Nope of Florida and she's carried that for as long as I've known her. Mm-hmm. So she proudly put that picture on hers and she, so we were like. So what should we use for me? Is there like a, a male feminist in, you know, nerd stories or something? And I was like, you know what? I can't really think of one that's like really like outspoken about it. Like, and I was like, maybe mm-hmm. Captain America just because he's just like, hey, everyone's cool. Like. Yeah, but I don't know. And then we realized that like, okay, maybe there should be like some more outspoken male feminists in these stories. Mm-hmm. Because we couldn't really land on one for me, so we just put we just put a picture of skinny Steve Rogers on there because I don't like bullies. <laughs> I always feel weird about like when they try to make a point to make it like a feminist topic or some something like that because it just feels like it's very forced, like they're doing it as like pandering or like a token effort or something. I would rather it just be like naturally a feminist slanted movie kind of like almost like Wonder Woman or something like you don't you don't watch it and think like oh this is a feminist movie but it is because because it just is you know it, it just you don't have to label it or try to to force the issue I guess is what I'm saying I think some people did try to label Wonder Woman as that just because they're like oh this is just feminist SGW feminazi blah 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 and it's like this character's been around for like Almost a hundred years. This is she's she's not new. They're just telling a Wonder Woman story. <laughs> like, I think the same thing's going to happen with Captain Marvel when her movie comes out next year. Uh huh. It already did. It's already happened. Oh, why do we have to get Captain Marvel? It's like, oh, you know, why they have to make the strongest character of a woman? It's like, did you read the comics? Because she is pretty fucking powerful in the comics. Like. This isn't this isn't something new here. <laughs> okay, mansplain to me what Captain Marvel is or who who she is cuz I don't know anything about her. Um Well, in the comics, I she's an ex-naval pilot. She ends up in space with 
a person called Captain Marvell, who is a member of the Kree, and the Kree is the alien race that um, the bad guy from the first Guardians of the Galaxy movie was a member of. So, like, his whole race is the Kree, and okay. she gets her powers from them, and she's basically like, she's basically like Superman. She she she's like she's fucking mm-hmm. bulletproof. She can fly. Uh, she. she uh, she can absorb energy and like, like, fucking push it back out like like a fucking fireball. Like she's awesome. Okay. So she's just a. I hate to just diminish it by saying she's just a female Superman, but that's kind of sounds like what she is. Like she's just kind of a general, general, all-purpose superhero type yeah, of character. Yeah, and there's a reason why when. Nick Fury realized what was going on at the end of Infinity War while he was like, okay, it's time to call in the big guns. Like, like... With a pager. Yeah, it was like, okay... <laughs> it was like, okay, my Avengers couldn't handle this one. I gotta call in, you know, for extra help. Somebody from the 80s. The big guns. And then some some guys are just like, oh, Brie Larson, she's not hot enough to be Captain Marvel. And it's like... Sorry, sorry. Wait, her, her character's not supposed to make your dick hard. Like, yeah, th- th- I think that's the first thing that um, shitbag guys will jump to is like, oh, that person's not hot enough. That that she's not she's not sexy. She's, she's enough. not as hot as Wonder Woman. It's like, sorry, that she's. God forbid there's ever a fucking Power Girl movie. Like, her boobs aren't big enough. Like, sorry that she actually wears no a one's full are. uniform that covers her body. Like. Right, but she wears a sensible outfit into combat. God forbid. (laughs) But anyway, that's that's on YouTube, and we're going to include it in the show notes. And uh, it's it's long, but at least watch watch it. And if you get bored, you know, stop and come back later. But please watch. Like I worked hard on that. Tyree worked hard on that. (laughs) And because it was fucking good. Like, you should just watch it. Yeah. I mean, so. if you're not aware of some of this stuff, you'll learn some things. And you'll hear some good <laughs> jokes that we tried to tell. <laughs> uh, so what have you done, so, Jenny? Uh, sold a lot of cocaine and weed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in Grand Theft Auto, not in real life. So are you guys going to do clarify. a GTA podcast or what? I I don't know if we're going to do like a podcast, but I think we're going to start doing like some kind of Twitch streaming thing. Justin um, is looking into the the technical aspects of like how we can get like all of our streams onto one thing so that somebody doesn't have to watch three streams at once. You know, uh, it's going to be kind of difficult since we're all over the place, yeah. but I think he has a plan. I think he's on this shit. So we're going to do that. In fact, hell might even do it. Well, not to... As of the recording day, <laughs> we might do some later on once we get done. But, uh, yeah, I've just been addicted to uh, Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> if you've been paying attention to our Facebook stream, I did a like a 45-minute thing about talking about how, like, my basically my only addiction that I really have is dealing with video game addiction. And I've actually gotten it under control. Like, I'm not... I. There was a time during the summer, like if we were still doing the podcast and we, you know, we're supposed to be recording at a certain time, I would be like, okay, I got a half an hour. I'm going to go on here and do some shit real quick. 
Like I would try to squeeze in as much game time as I possibly could. It's not healthy. Yeah, and you've been setting <laughs> cutoff times and stuff. Like you've gotten a lot yeah. better. Yeah, because there was a couple days that we just stayed up until like two thirty in the morning or something. Just you know, on a work night, just but to, dicking to around. Me, like it, I, I I can see why you would see it as an addiction, but for me, like it's more about like, hey, this is a cool way I can hang out with my friends when we don't live, you know, with yeah in the same city or whatever. Like we can just go fuck around in Los Santos and call muggers on people and shit <laughs> and i do like that's one of the reasons that i'm still doing it because like it's it's just a lot of fun i mean that's the reason i kind of got hooked on it but like i know when something has hit like addiction level for me and it's when like i said if i have a half an hour i will try to squeeze in that you know the half an hour of quick play time or if i can't play for some reason like i've got other shit to do i'm like i would legit get mad like, I can't fucking play today. This is bullshit. And I would start getting, like, pissed off and, like, like actually having, like, kind of, like, an emotional withdrawal from the game or something like that. And I'm like, I can't do this. I gotta, gotta back off, you know. Um, especially when, like, there was a couple days when we were playing and, like, just shit just went south. And it was pissing me off. Like, the game that I liked playing was now pissing me off, but I kept playing it anyway. And I was like... That's what I need. I know I need to reel it back in because, like, I can't just continue to do something that's just making me mad for no, you know, no reason. It's just, a, it's just a game. Like, I, sh I should not get so mad about it, but I did. I was just like, I, Peter, you probably remember that one night. I was just like, you know what? I'm done. Good night. And I just pulled the plug and just fucking walked away. And then I felt bad about it later because I was like, I just. I just basically gave everybody the finger and just I, fucking I, stormed I, off. I think it was like it was like right after like I ran you over with my car and I was like, oh shit, did I do? Did I really piss her off? Like, <laughs> no, it was just like the whole night. I was just like, just everything was just going wrong, and I was just like, I'm. I was already just not not in a mood, and I was just like, okay, well, it's late. I I was supposed to be. In, it was probably like two o'clock in the morning at this point. <laughs> I was past my my cutoff time. So I was like, okay, I'm I'm just done, and I just just had a minor temper tantrum and <laughs> ditched out. <laughs> I mean, that is like one of the things that we like to do in the game is just roast each other while we're playing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is all good, unless I'm like, you know, doing a, a mission or something like that, which we weren't no, doing at we, the time. Like, but... we don't purposely fuck up each other's missions, but like, you know, we'll go up and smack somebody upside their head just for fun or. <laughs> Like, as soon as you jump out of the car, just bam. <laughs> so, yeah, I've been playing a lot of GTA. Um, my friend Amanda, my my dear friend that I've known for, like, oh, Jesus, like 10 years, I think, at this point. She moved to Charlotte a while back, and she's come up to visit a couple times. And that, that's, been, that's been good, like, reconnecting with somebody that, like... Like, I didn't see her for, like, years after she moved until we went down to Charlotte for the Anomaly a couple of years ago. And, like, we went out to lunch and everything. And then, like, we kind of been slowly reconnecting ever since. And last time she came up, she um, she was like, hey, let's do a big seafood feast. It's called a Low Country Boil. And I had never done this specifically, but, like, I want to do this again. It was, it was so much fun. It was fucking expensive as hell, yeah. but it was so much fun. Crabs are uh, expensive. The antibiotics, that special P 
pube shampoo. I'm sorry. I couldn't help it. Never apologize <laughs> for making it STD. I mean, that, that's it. You're going to be getting crab jokes for like the next few months. I mean, I don't know how I wasn't getting crab jokes anyway. I think I need to step up my game because <laughs> <laughs> as a person from Maryland, I should be talking about crabs like 24-7. Um, so the, the low country boil is like corn and potatoes and smoked sausage and... She did Alaskan crab legs and shrimp. You could put, like, basically whatever the hell kind of seafood you want. Like, usually some kind of local stuff. And since it's kind of, you know, it's originated from South Carolina, for anybody who's not from the American South, you probably have no idea what the hell I'm talking about. <laughs> I didn't, but Florida's not, Florida's <laughs> See, not the South. We're our own weird thing. <laughs> and if you're not around, like, the Carolina area or pe know people from that area, you probably don't know the term low country, which is, like... <sighs> Like, it's kind of like the mid point of, like, South Carolina's coast down to, like, S Charleston, Savannah-ish area. It's because the whole area is basically I've just a fucking been swamp. to a low country boil, and I didn't realize that's what that meant. <laughs> yeah. It's, that's, it's the name for that whole region, like, along the South Carolina coast. I thought it was, like, Louisiana. <laughs> nope. Nope. Um... I think like basically everywhere has a version of this. Like in New England, they call it like a clam bake. Um, ben said that in Alabama and Louisiana, they call it a fish fry, even though they're not frying anything and there's usually no fish. Oh, really? I thought a, they call it I a, thought fish, a fish fry, fry was a fish fry. He there, said that there that are fish fries fish around fry. here all the time and they fry fish and hush puppies. Maybe they do. And pork rides. <laughs> Maybe they do. <laughs> We didn't do the hush puppies though. We we ended up like saying like, okay, maybe th maybe this is enough carbs for us because like most of the people there are on low carb diets, but we all fucking ate the corn and potatoes. D didn't give two shits when in Rome, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um. So we did all this stuff, and she like cooked it in this giant pot out on the. Um. There's just like a weird noise all of a sudden. Um. Cooked it in this big giant pot out on my patio, and like she just kept bringing like baskets of food uh it ended up we we were supposed to eat outside we had to bring everything in because um we got like a giant thunderstorm which is great when you're about to eat like a mess of seafood and like <laughs> just something that's gonna like just clutter up your fucking house and make it smell like seafood for forever um so she just brings baskets in and just dumps it on the table and you know just there was literally a fucking pile of seafood about like a foot deep at some point so she does all this, and then we cook a half a bushel of crabs on top of it all. Like, just regular blue crabs. We had so much fucking food. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Oh, and it was it was so good. So next time you come down, we're going to do this again. All right. Because now I know where to go get crabs and shrimp for cheap. We can we can do all the, all the shit. So... I, yeah, I actually still have crab in my fridge now. <laughs> At least it's in your fridge and not in your bed. Or on the toilet seat. <laughs> or in my vagina. Or is it? So. I mean, look. Look, since you pointed it out, I gotta admit that I did fuck a crab. Ew. No. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Was it Sebastian from The Little Mermaid? Yeah, it was. 
No, it was, uh, it was what's his name? Fucking Mr. Krabs. From, from SpongeBob? From SpongeBob, yeah. Well, I just found out that on the Broadway version of The Little Mermaid, the guy that plays Titus on The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt mm-hmm. played Sebastian on stage. <laughs> what? <laughs> Would you rather fuck him or cartoon Mr. Krabs? <laughs> You'd have to fuck Titus Andromedon in a crab suit as Sebastian or fuck Cartoon Mr. Krabs. I'm going to go with Cartoon Mr. Krabs. If you had to. I'm going to have to give the same answer if I had to. I don't know why. I mean, because maybe he's, you know, he's going to fuck me and then cook me a burger afterwards or something, you know? Yeah, SpongeBob could make me Krabby Patty because I don't think Mr. (laughs) Krabs does any of his own cooking. That's true. Yeah, I guess you would have to hire. One thing, Mr. Krabs would not do is pay you off afterward. Unlike certain That's elected true. officials, <laughs> Mr. Krabs isn't going to part with his money. Uh, I'm just I'm looking at my phone because I legit have no idea what this guy looks like. Titus? No, Mr. Krabs. Oh, he's a cartoon crab. Well, I see that now. <laughs> you, you miss you miss SpongeBob? You never? I, I never saw SpongeBob. I never got into it. Huh. I think he was probably a little too old for it by the time SpongeBob I was too old for out. it when it came out. Don't say me. I mean, I was too, but I had a I had a little kid who was watching it. I so. watched it before I had Chris for sure. <laughs> I mean, I can't judge. I was watching SpongeBob as an eighteen year old. No lie. One of my favorite shows is still Steven Universe. Right. What am I gonna? I'm gonna fucking judge somebody for watching a kids show. <laughs> but I definitely got way more into it after Chris was born. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's how it happens. Mm-hmm. But so. I haven't had any video game addiction problems, but um, my sandwich addiction is back. Oh, no. And uh, it's hashtag Fredericksburg Sandwich Week 2018. (laughs) And I have indulged in a sandwich every day for the last eight days, sometimes more than one. Um, (laughs) So it's sandwich week, but you've had eight days of sandwiches. Well, from Friday to Friday. That's okay. it, fully okay. days. And when we're done, I'm going to go get another sandwich because like I haven't been. <laughs> when we're... This is worse than Hoagie Fest. When we're done, it is worse than Hoagie Fest because these are all, and it's scattered all over Fredericksburg. Like, I've had to go to all these different places. They're like 12 so it's like a places. Sandwich it's a sandwich crawl. Easter egg hunt. <laughs> sandwich crawl. But you got to drive because some of them are far. Did you... Did you fuck the sandwiches? I didn't, but I would have. Oh man, some of those sandwiches. I would have fucked that. I would have fucked that steak sub from Will's place for sure. Oh, speaking of sandwiches, you had your first public sub not too long ago. Yeah, I didn't like it. (laughs) (laughs) But then we got in the car, and I was still hungry, so I ate Matt's sandwich, and I was like, "This is amazing." Why didn't I like mine? This one's really good. Did you get the same sandwich? No, he got like a roast beef and I got like a, some kind of, I don't know. It was like a spicy Italian or something like that. Yeah. That's what I um, got. And I was like not super And impressed. I got it on like a, a, some kind of Italian bread and it was not as good as the white bread. 
which I figured the bread I mm-hmm. was getting was going to be heartier and better, and it wasn't. The white bread was better. Um, and I think maybe the way they heat the subs, it's probably better to just get a cold one. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's like a... Like, it's not, like, toasted, you know? It's, like, just kind of microwaved or whatever, so... Yeah. Maybe that's what it was. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I only had the one, and I was... I was not super impressed. It wasn't a bad sandwich. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not dissing on Peter's favorite sandwiches. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not just but... Peter. It's it's Florida. Like, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, it was built up as like it was going to be the best fucking meat I ever put in my mouth, and it was it was okay. Like it was. Yeah, good, it was a good. Like... It was a good sub, but it's, I'm not going to go out of my way to go there. Is how I felt. Yeah, but then, but I was very happy eating Matt's sandwich on the way home instead of the one that I had just eaten. I was like, "Oh, this one's so much better." <laughs> okay, so next time I go, I'll get a roast beef sandwich. Oh, I get no, beef or, or get a, a chicken tender sub. And okay. I, yeah, I didn't try the chicken. I didn't try the fried chicken either. And ask so. ask him to slice up the chicken tenders and then put them in a bag of buffalo sauce and just you know jostle it around so that it gets I'm not asking them to do anything at my Publix (laughs) they were not eager to do anything like that probably because you were filming them (laughs) no I was filming my cleavage the whole time if you want to go back and watch the video Um, (laughs) let's go to the table but they were like they looked like really like like scared as we were ordering I think and wasn't that a new Publix also yeah, it was the first day it was open. Yeah, so they're probably like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, like, so I don't. Where this is our first day of our jobs. What? What do we do? Yeah, yeah. So I'm not. No, it wasn't first day, but first week. But yeah, I'm not asking them to do shit because they don't know what they're doing. So, like at the one I go to, they're like more than happy to do whatever you want with the sub. Hey, could you cut that up and chew it and then baby bird it into my mouth, please? Well, like, <laughs> I feel like I might as well ask I put them to do that if I ask them to put it in a Ziploc bag and toss it with buffalo sauce. If a combination... They're not gonna... <laughs> if if you want a combination of meats that's not on the menu, they'll actually go and slice it up from the deli and put it on your sandwich for you. See, I mean, it, this intrigues me. I think I, I want to try it again, but I think if they ever open a Publix down here, I'll try they, it again. They are. They're going to open one down there soon. I can't say how I know. But they will. <laughs> Ooh. I know we're getting that Wegman soon, though. Yeah. I'm excited. That fucking olive bar at Wegmans made my pussy wet. <laughs> yeah. I could just, like, roll through that fucking thing like Demi Moore <laughs> in a pile of money. <laughs> Oh man, we need to Photoshop that. We need to we need to Photoshop <laughs> Dummy Me's bo- body into the Wegman's olive bar and then put Jenny's face on her. <laughs> Get on that, Jenny. You're the you're the photoshopper of this group. I will do that. I'll do that. All right. I think we need to wrap this show up. Yeah, we yeah, we recapped the past couple of months well enough. <laughs> we're, we're good. We're good. Oh, oh, and also uh, this week uh, I will be on an episode of Deprogrammed talking about Hole, so look out for that too. Yes. Let's do it. So if you're listening to this the day it comes out, Tuesday night, 
No, it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna be out on the thirtieth, and that's Thursday. Yeah, <laughs> Thor, Thor, Thursday. <laughs> oh, so we're Mouthy Broadcast. Go to mouthybroadcast.com. Check out our blogs, all of our other shit. Um, we're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Patreon at Mouthy Broadcast. And you can call us at seven five seven five four one C U N T. That's it. You're measuring it. Woo! Shut the fuck up! <laughs>